Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to have uh, Daniel Turner on here in just a little bit. But first, let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we bow before you in praise. We praise you and worship you for who you are, the great I am, the creator of all life, the sustainer of life. We praise you for your grace and your love and your mercy. And, Father, for your forgiveness. Father, we ask that you will open our eyes to the truth, the things that are being done and here. We're being told so many things, but may we only see the truth. Protect us, Father. Protect us here in this nation and around the world where your people are being persecuted. Father, give us guidance and boldness and wisdom and then courage. But above all else, Father, love. May we show wisdom and love to those around us. We ask for your blessings upon this show today and upon CSC Talk Radio. And, Father, we ask that you will bless Daniel with power of the future as he strives to be an advocate for rural America, for our energy industry here in this nation. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the many times you have blessed us, and we know we don't deserve it. I ask all these things for such a time as this. In Jesus' name, amen. We are in a crisis, an existential crisis. But it isn't global cooling, and it isn't global warming, and it isn't climate change. It is greedy globalists and our own Congress at times. For corrupt wealth and absolute control, they will bring on their own mercenaries to destroy your freedom and your independence. And environmental terrorists such as Tracy Stone Manning, putting such a violent, driven person in charge of the BLM, the Bureau of Land Management, is a huge slap in the face of all Americans. Never let this woman, this criminal, be confirmed. America has come a long way, baby. We have the cleanest air and most waters. Now, I hear New York's Hudson River is pretty nasty. They should tackle that one on their own. But, you see, it isn't a matter of clean this or that. It It is a matter of complete control over this and that and over you. This decade upon decades of climate scam has taken on a height of critical proportions. The threat is not the weather nor the climate. The threat is the men and the women behind this hoax and bringing a nation to its knees financially, emotionally, as our children live in fear. And, of course, they, they are bringing us to the point of dependence again on outside sources for our energy. Many are enemies to this nation. 
for our energy survival. Why would they do that? We must have CO2 to survive. They lie that it's at a dangerous level. In my opinion, that's criminal. We must have energy to survive. The fact that our own elected officials are playing along with this sham is also criminal, in my opinion. The mega corporations are all joining this hoax and going woke. They get richer and America goes broke. We need energy to heat, to cool, to transport, to build, to grow, to protect, to protest. Those Sharpie pins and other poster boards. (laughs) I always get a kick out of that one. Our infrastructure, which is under great diabolical money bill debate, needs energy to build, protect, and grow. No amount of paperback fiat dollars will prop up or lay down our infrastructure without American energy, America's energy industry. Gas, coal, I'm sorry, I can't talk. Gas, coal, oil. Every single item you hold in your hand that sits on the floor of your home or your office or in your kitchen or on your desk, they all need energy. Energy is life. CO2 is life. Life is precious. It must be protected. We must protect our energy. We must power the future. Call it cheap, call it clever, but that's the way I'm introducing Daniel Turner today, CEO and founder of Power the Future. Daniel, how are you doing? Beth Ann, I am great. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, we're always excited to have you on. What's going on today? I know we're pushing forth uh, trying to get people to wake up and take action on, on Tracy Stone Manning. What else is going on? Yeah, and those ads that we have running will will go up pretty soon. We're just making okay. sure we, you know we have to go through a couple hurdles to make sure that we're we're doing everything properly. Um, but yes, we will start running those ads because um, uh, this has to stop, right? This this nomination has to stop. This person cannot be given uh, any any office, not just because of the background that she has, right? Her alignment with these terrorist groups, which is very concerning but because she will bring that philosophy with her, repentant or unrepentant, she will bring that philosophy with her to an organization that is way too important for the functioning of our country. The Bureau of Land Management manages about 200 million acres of land. Um, and, and as I've mentioned before in your show, it's not just oil and gas and coal and natural resources extraction, but it is grazing rights, right? It is agricultural rights. It is water uh, issues um, and and any farmer who's near land by the BLM will may get a notice from DC that you're no longer allowed to have your cows uh, uh, drink from that stream or to have your sheep walk through that field, even if you've been doing it for generations and generations. Ask the Bundy family, um, uh. and so that's what's on the line is with the philosophy she will bring to because uh, remember land is power. Right, private property uh, is power, and they don't want you to have power. They want power, so they have to take that from you. And and you know that's what it's all about. That's what it's always been about. I didn't know that when I was a teenager, and they told me I was going to freeze to death because the the global cooling was going on then, and there was a hole in the ozone, and there was acid rain, and all these things that have never really been. You look back and you see they never really were. They were never the threat that they tried to make it out to be. But don't you think just even even 
nominating this woman is a slap in the face of Americans, especially in the logging industry. I mean, to, you know, for landowners. I mean, just just to even consider her is wrong. It really is, and and it's very offensive to to the the, the, the men and women who work for a living in this country and. And, and and by that I mean work by getting your hands dirty, right? Mm-hmm. They're the ones who whose lives were put at risk by her organization's actions, um, and they are the ones who deserve a little bit of respect from this administration. Not just in terms of the jobs, obviously Keystone is a big problem. Um, other steps they've taken to target workers, probably the biggest, is sending jobs to China and Mexico. Mm-hmm. But this philosophy that their lives are up for game uh, for political stunt, because they're the ones that were targeted by her organization. It was not – no one should be targeted. But, but but my point is we allow peaceful protest. No one camped outside the corporate headquarters on the street and waved signs. They went after the workers. And that is beyond egregious, and that should disqualify her from any position uh, ever again in the government. And here she is. The left tends to do that. They go after the people. They don't protest. They go after you. And, you know, they will have you just totally ruined, whatever the topic might be. You know, like the bakers and the florists and, and the wedding planners. They just go after them, not to... They go after him to make an example of him. We're going to see to it you never work in this town again, kind of like an old West story. It's just evil what they do. I hear the music. We're headed into a break. I know there's more going on. I want to know a little bit more about some of the lawsuits. I don't know if you have any uh, information on that or not, but I kind of wanted to ask you about them. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. Visit his website. You will glean all kinds of information there. Powerthefuture.com. That's powerthefuture.com. Daniel Bethan will be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, Rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. 
Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, CSETalkRadio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. Returns to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. You can uh, glean from Power of the Future all kinds of information there. Just go to powerofthefuture.com or you can go to my website, click on the little lightning bolt, powerofthefuture.com. Uh, Daniel, I know that some of the, uh, the uh, pipelines are suing the Biden administration. I don't know if they're going to get anywhere with that. What do you know about that? Yeah, I think this is a great step um, for them to, to try to recuperate costs, if not Absolutely. Else. Yeah, they went through all of the necessary hurdles and, and, and legal reviews and environmental reviews. They did all the paperwork required to move forward with this project. Um, and it should not matter who then steps into office. Part of the continuity of, of the American government and, and, and just the, the American uh, um, presidency is there are certain things your predecessor did for good or for ill um, that you've inherited and and when there are legal contracts do you have the power to just decide well I don't want to honor this contract anymore and that's what is at stake um, the, the company that was building the Keystone XL pipeline went through all the necessary hurdles through the Obama administration and as a reminder to your audience Obama never denied them the permit he just punted like a lot of politicians do, right? And look at our national debt. He just didn't want to issue a decision, and he waited and waited and waited and then said, well, I guess I'll let Hillary issue a decision. And then, surprise, um, <laughs> she did not win, and the Trump administration gave the permit, and it went through. Um, so the company that is suing is saying, we did not enter 
an agreement with the Democrat Party or uh, uh, the Biden administration or Joe Biden personally or those plumbers who uh, fixed the, the 2 a.m. pipe burst where they were counting ballots in Georgia, right? We entered into an agreement uh, with the American government that the honored Exactly. And you can't just decide because of politics you want to deny uh, or not recognize the validity of this contract. So it will be a very interesting case. Um, and this company has spent billions of dollars. Imagine any company building anything that you spend all this money, and then imagine, you know, even at the smallest level, you're building a barn, you got the permissions, and then there's suddenly a new mayor in town, and the new mayor says, nope, you can't build a barn. You say, well, wait a second, who are you to say, because I don't like you? You voted for someone else, and so now you can't build your barn. I mean, this is, at the smallest level, it's the exact same story, but brought to the federal level. You know, and on, on another side, a different story, but the same kind of a thing, when Biden stopped the building of the wall, there were contracts there. And now we're paying them not to build the wall because they're contracted on a day-to-day basis. They get paid for doing nothing now. Yeah. And that's coming out of the American people's pocket. Yeah. It's not out and, of Joe and it, Biden's. It shows the concern for people like President Eisenhower and, and mm-hmm. Senator Rand Paul when they talk about the military-industrial complex. Because mm-hmm. imagine if Northrop Grumman contracts got canceled or Raytheon. Con- no one touches those contracts, right? <laughs> it doesn't matter <laughs> how big they are or how bad of a project they're building. Or isn't the F-35 something like 20 years overdue and, and hundreds of billions of dollars over budget? But no one cares because the defense industry is, is well in cahoots with the American government. And then they write them all huge campaign checks, and every senator votes for even the Even the most liberal senators who blast the military do nothing to stop military spending because it's good for their campaign. Um, well, this should be the same way. Right? We should all should be treated equally. And so if you can't cancel contracts for for partisan reasons, then the Keystone XL pipeline should be no different. Well, it shouldn't. And uh, so I thought it'd be interesting. I didn't know. I guess they haven't really got very far with it yet. It's only been a matter of weeks. Uh, he's really, <laughs> he's made a lot of chaos. We thought Trump was making chaos, but Biden is just tearing this country down, just, just lickety-split, just like that. Well, it's, we know it's not really him. He's just the face, and soon he won't be the face. I don't think they can keep putting him out in front of, in front of the cameras because he he can't make any sense when he talks, and uh, that's sad. Um, it and is. it's criminal because those who put him in place knew this, including his wife. She's got to be the meanest woman in the world <laughs> to do this. You know, I mean, talk about lack of respect for your husband. Yeah, or the most ambitious. Yeah, and, yeah. And, call and what you is, want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Shakespeare wrote a whole play about am- ambitious people, right? Uh, ambition is not always a virtue. Um, and when you begin to put aside principles and beliefs and, and integrity and the value of life over ambition, um, you get the current crop of politicians that we have. And, and I do mean that on both sides of the aisle. But but people did see this as an opportunity to win, and they did not care about whether or not 
he is capable of doing the job, if he's coherent. Uh, you just have to look at his last CNN town hall and realize, okay, he was 80% there, but the 20% he was not there is striking, and can we afford to have a commander-in-chief who's 20% not there? But just like can you afford to have any head of household or head of a company or who is 20% not there? And that's that has to be concerning to the American people, but it's only concerning to the American people if the media makes it a story and the media chooses not to. Well, he's, you know, I, I lost my mother to Alzheimer's, and I know that they lose their words and they start to just babble. And yesterday he was babbling something, and, of course, it, it went viral and people were making up what he what they thought he might have said. I doubt that that's what he said. It just came out, blah, 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 blah. And I remember Mother doing that quite a bit. And so this is serious because this is supposed to be the President of the United States. He's definitely, if he's not in control of his own speech, he's not in control of anything else. No, and and this is the, the frustration I believe the American people have with our media is that at least if they were just consistent in how they were dealing with this, at least if they were consistent to say, look, we'll make it clear we don't like President Trump and we're going to be brutal on him, but we're going to bring that same level of skepticism and and, and investigation to any president. But now that that has just sort of gone away, right? They just they just don't talk about it. They ignore it completely. Exactly. And that the American people are not a dumb people. And they realize that and they recognize <laughs> it and they say, this is absurd. This This man can't answer a question at an 8 p.m. town hall well, let's just not talk about it. Let's just pretend something else. And, oh, look, January 6th. Oh, look, Delta variant, right? Well, we'll always find something else. The Olympics are now a nice distraction. Um, we'll always find something else to distract the people with so we don't have to focus on on what's going on. Uh, you know, someone said something pretty funny that for the entire 14, 15 months we had the coronavirus unvaccinated, um, there were no variants, but now all of a sudden variants are popping up like the whole entire Greek alphabet. Every time you turn around, it's very convenient how all of a sudden there's a whole slew of variants. You know, I just saw something pop up about Pierce Morgan, and he's upset with the Americans that don't want to take this vaccine. And they're holding back the world. They're just causing problems. And it's like holding back everybody else's freedom. Oh, so we're to give up our freedom so you can feel like you're free? <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah, this man doesn't believe in the Second Amendment either. But, you know, it's... um. He's not an American, so I really don't care. But but he's loud. But it is it is concerning what's going on, and it's affecting all of our industries. But the industry you're protecting is is the foundation of everything. It's everything. If we lose our our energy sector, if we can't afford to cool and heat our homes, if we can't afford to for the trucks or the trains to transport, what are we going to do? Exactly. And this is the important reason why when we were pushing these lockdowns nationwide, energy workers were always exempted. They were seen as essential workers, and they are essential workers. We just saw what happened for the little period of time that the Colonial Pipeline pipeline, uh, hack shut down gas stations and a couple of major metropolitan areas. I think Raleigh, North Carolina, had it hit hardest. Um, The destruction it brought, the chaos it brought. Um, And it makes you scratch your head and say, huh, 
we really can't afford a major disruption in our energy industry. But let's go ahead as the government and push one anyway. <laughs> so the, the people who are most aware of the, the, the what's at stake are the ones pushing for a, a complete overhaul of what sustains our, our daily life. Well, you know, it's it's uh, very concerning, and the fact that uh, they've nominated this this criminal, this terrorist, for the BLM, which is the Bureau of Land Management, is very concerning to everyone out here on the land. But then socialism, people don't own the land. And I think it's all trying to go to that. They're trying to take the land away from everybody. Um, you know, I'm ready to tie her to a tree. She can she can hug a tree as far as I'm concerned, but she can't run the BLM. I, it's just crazy. We're headed into a break. I hear the music. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power of the Future, and we will be right back. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We have Daniel Turner of Power of the Future on with us today. I kind of feel like I've been uh, taking all the time here. I want to kind of turn it over to you because I know there's lots of things going on that you're aware of that I'm not aware of. And uh, uh, so I'm just going to kind of turn it over to you, Daniel, to inform my listeners. <laughs> well, you're very kind. I appreciate that. I think the, the, when it comes to the energy space, what has me most concerned and and we've talked about this before on your show, is the uh, effort of the administration to, to hurt supply. Um, we've seen a lot of action in, in uh, strengthening the supply in foreign countries, right? We've seen Nord Stream 2 go by. We've seen sanctions lifted in Iran. Um, we've seen no engagement in what's going on uh, in China. So foreign countries are, are increasing their oil and gas supply um, but in America, we're hurting our supply, and that, of course, is driving up prices. I think oil right now is at, you know, $75 and change a barrel. That's that's high. Um, it's about $20 higher um, than it should be, and it's about $35 higher than it was when when the Biden administration began. And, and it is deliberate, um, because if we make oil really expensive, we drum up anger and frustration in the American people because people don't want to pay $5 a gallon of gas at the pump. They don't want really high electric bills and utility bills, and they don't want really high uh, commodities prices, which they're seeing. Look at the price of food. Look at the price of lumber. All of that yeah. is driven also by high energy prices. And if they get really angry and they get really frustrated, who do you turn to? A lot of times you turn to government. And the government will come in and say, this is why we want a Green New Deal. This won't happen if we nationalize the energy industry. This is because of evil corporations who are looking to put profit ahead of people, right? That phrase they always say. And if someone were to say, well, could you show me something the energy companies have done to deliberately put profit ahead of people? They can't. They will just say they're doing this. If they wanted to lower prices, they could. 
Um, but instead, this is a deliberate government action. It's a deliberate plan by the administration to make the American people suffer so they turn to government for a solution. Um, it's incredibly nefarious. It's incredibly un-American, but it's, it's effective. And it's probably going to work as we have now months, wait for the end of summer, you know, the beginning of the fall when prices continue to climb and people are starting to bring their kids to school, et cetera. Wow, things are expensive. What's the solution? Government will come in and say, we're the solution, but you have to put your trust in us. And that's where we're headed. It will be part of also 2022 campaign. You know, my opponent wants to support the oil and gas industry, whereas I hate these high energy prices. So vote for me um, and I will help you or I will fight for the working class people. It's a very deliberate plan. Uh, and to achieve it, the American people have to suffer. We have to hurt. You know, we've never recouped, really, from all their lockdowns last year. If you go into the grocery store or other stores, you still see um, empty shelves in certain places. You might have some product, but it's not a shelf full of product like it was before. And now they're talking about doing it again. Now, one thing that it has shown us, and unfortunately we have very short memories in America, what it has shown us is how how dependent we are on other nations, in particular China, mm-hmm. for our stuff. And things that are very vital, like our medications, our pharmaceutical, our masks. Uh, it just infuriates me. You go into these stores and they've got all these cute little masks. <laughs> Only in America would we think we could make it fashionable. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're all made in China. And, uh, you know, it's just something that it still bothers me. And now they're talking about locking down again. And I believe, it's like you said, I think it is to punish and hurt the people and to make way for this 2022 election. The Democrats are worried. And so are the globalist rhinos. They're very worried. Because the American people are speaking up and we're saying, you know, enough's enough. And, and, and China is also very worried. And for them to succeed... They need to have the complacency of other nations. So um, one example is China has been in a, in a cold war with Australia over coal for a while, but China finally balked because the Australians realized, well, China needs our coal more than we need China's markets. Clearly they want to trade <laughs> with China. Clearly they want the money they want. They have to pay their coal industry. But ultimately, you're the ones that are going to cave because you have to keep your economy afloat. And China did cave. And it's a lesson that the rest of the world could learn. China is incredibly vulnerable, not just because they are a 1.4 billion population. They, they can barely afford to feed their entire country. The vast majority of their people are, are illiterate, living in, in, in really third world brutal conditions. China tries to show you Beijing and Shanghai and say, look at our great modern country, but for the most part, it is not. Um, and, and China needs the West more than the West needs China. So if there were the political will to say, we're not trading you any more oil or gas or coal like the Australians did. We're not buying any more of your products. We can make things here. We have just decided not to for stupid reasons, but we decided not to as a nation. Um, 
we could put China to bed fairly easily. It just requires political will, and there is not political will to do oh, so. Oh, no. They're, they're in bed with them. <laughs> you know, we could, uh, uh, you know, when you go to the store and you pick something up, and it's made in China, then you go to another product in the same store, and you pick it up, and it's made in China. And it goes on and on and on. And I'm thinking, what what would happen if just this one product was made in the USA? How many people would that employ? What would that do for a community? And then you go to the next product, and you and you know, I stop and think, how many items here and of different of different uh, things, not necessarily all makeup, not necessarily all food, not food, but all uh, I don't know what to say, clothing or all this or all that, but different items from different things, all made in China. What if? That was made right here. Mm-hmm. The money would stay here. The people would be working. The communities would be building. We wouldn't have to have some trillions of dollars on an infrastructure bill from Congress. No. No, we wouldn't need this so-called jobs program. We wouldn't need a stimulus to encourage people to hire. We wouldn't need any of that stuff. Um, and And... There is so much, especially in the middle of our country, the heartland of our country, places in Ohio and Pennsylvania and West Virginia mm-hmm. and Wisconsin, where these big factories did power entire communities for generations. Mm-hmm. And, and we still buy those products, right? We still buy, we buy more furniture now than ever before, but we've closed the furniture plants in North Carolina mm-hmm. and shipped them over to China. We, we cut down timber and send it to China for them to build furniture for us to bring the furniture back to America. And people can say, well, we do it because it's cheaper. The reason is, is, is why is it cheaper? What policies did government put in place here in America to punish companies that were hiring people? What policies did government put in place to favor trade with China? What, 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 what policies does China have in place where they pay slave wages, slave wages and we don't say, well, wait a second, Nike, we can't allow you to make your sneakers in China for slave wages and sell them in America. We say, yeah, we can. It's it's all good. LeBron James likes those sneakers, and they have his name, so we can sell them in America. And so rather than just say, well, it's cheaper to make it in China, so that's what we do, there, there seems to be a lack of intellectual curiosity in the part of our government to say, why is it? And how do we reverse that trend? Because, again, it's politically reversible if there's just the will to do so. You know, and, uh, yeah, in fact, it's the politics that have put it where it is. So it could be the politics that put it back the way it should be. But Southern Comfort is is a uh, uh, product, a furniture product that I happen to have. Um, I had to buy some new furniture a few years ago. And uh, it's a sectional that I got at Southern Comfort, made in the USA. There are products made in the USA, but you have to look for them. And uh, I really think that's keeping, that's propping America up because there's been a lot of people that that's all they're doing right now is they're just propping America up by buying made in America products. We're headed into another break. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner and Power the Future. And we'll be right back.
If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers. And after reading your book, I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Their expert staff can help you turn your book idea into a real book, a masterpiece that could someday make the bestseller list in hard copy and digitally all across the world. Page Publishing can help you completely take your idea for a book, write it, and publish it. So if you want to join the ranks of some of the most famous authors in the world, call now for a free information kit. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. Make a free call right now to Page Publishing. 800-378-3212. That's 800-378-3212. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message. Liberty for all, and we love America. Order your set now, and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-418-5778. 800 5778 
your buy one, get one free MyPillow towel set, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special and enter promo code BETHAN or call 1-800-978-6168. That's MyPillow.com and the promo code is BETHAN. We have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. It's the quickest hour of the day. We're in the final segment of today's show this morning, and we are visiting with Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. I encourage you to use his website to glean from it, powerthefuture.com. That's powerthefuture.com. We're in the final segment, Daniel. Let's go ahead and, and once again um, let our listeners know that we need them to step up and contact their senators, and uh, why, don't, why don't you give that information again? Yeah, so these ads will start running um, soon, and I appreciate you you reminding your listeners about them. And um, remember, the Senate is split 50-50. Uh, the only way this nominee can go forward is if um, they get all 50 votes from the Democrats and then Sec- uh, Vice President Harris cast the the tiebreaker um so if we literally just get one democrat to change their position um we can defeat this nomination um it's, it is great to see that all 50 republicans have confirmed that they will yep they will not vote for this person and 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 it's an abomination right this person uh, has engaged in in organization has been part of organizations that engage in eco-terrorism they have maimed and hurt people they have uh, done some really egregious things targeting workers, and I don't care if it was in 1989. I don't care if it was a long time ago when people can say I was young and stupid. Um, we believe in redemption, and people can be forgiven, but that doesn't necessarily mean you deserve a promotion. Um, and to put this person with this radical philosophy in charge of the Bureau of Land Management and hundreds of millions of acres and the responsibility of determining who does and does not have access to federal lands and to set policy on federal lands. Um, um, it's an absolute, uh, it's, it's beyond egregious that the Biden administration would nominate this person, um, and so we can defeat it. And therefore, like I said, we will be running ads against Senator Joe Manson in the great state of West Virginia. This is uh, This is not Joe Biden territory, and this is definitely not Tracy Stone Manning territory, um, and Joe Biden, uh, Joe Manchin, excuse me, has to represent his constituents. Um, but if you live in the state of Georgia, the fourth largest logging state in the nation, uh, John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock. Raphael Warnock is the former uh, uh, pastor of the church of Martin Luther King who preached nonviolence. And, and you could call Raphael Warnock and say, as the pastor of the church that taught us nonviolence in the political lexicon, how can you vote for a person who used violent tactics for political purposes. Um, and so Raphael Warnock, I think, should be suitable based upon his professed Christianity and, and the church that he was pastor of. Um, Angus King in the state of Maine, if you're in Maine listening to the show, third largest logging state in the nation, uh, is, a, is an independent. Caucuses with the Democrats gives them their majority, but is, is technically an independent. Well, if you want to be independent, Angus King, and you want to represent the thousands and thousands of loggers in Maine, how could you nominate somebody who tried to kill loggers over the case of the spotted owl 
and, and global warming 30 some odd years ago. Um, so there are a number of people who are vulnerable, um, who should be, who should be held to account. Colorado as well. If you have any Colorado listeners, um, John Hickenlooper. Yeah, John Hickenlooper just won, uh, earlier, late last year. He's a brand new senator. Um, he defeated Cory Gardner, the Republican. John Hickenlooper ran, ran as a moderate. He's an oil and gas advocate. Um, he, he is a moderate Democrat. How do you target the tens of thousands of, of loggers in the state of Colorado by nominating Tracy Stone Manning, who tried to kill loggers, um, to this position? Um, so that's an easy case. Michael Bennett also, and, and, I, I, I should send you this tweet, Beth Ann. It's pretty funny. Your farmers will get a kick out of it. But Senator Michael Bennett tweeted a photo of himself in these brand new, perfectly pressed jeans and a button-down shirt, an expensive watch, and he's leaning against a vintage tractor. And he says, "Was doing some work." And Joe Biden called me to talk about the child care credit. And he tweeted the photo, and everyone online said, "Yep," because when I go work on my farm. I wear a Brooks Brothers button-down shirt with the sleeves cuffed, right? Went all the way down, buttoned down. I wear a $4,000 watch. I mean, that's what all of us farmers, that's how we all dress when we go. And also the, <laughs> the funny thing about the photo also is the tractor is parked in the middle of the field of brush. And so you want to say, well, what the, what the heck were you even doing on the tractor, Senator Bennett? <laughs> so this is what they think of you farmers. They think you're going to see this and say, oh, boy, he's got a tractor. I have a tractor. I should vote for him. Um, they think you're dumb. Show them wrong and call Michael Bennett and tell him, A, you know, get a real man's tractor, and secondly, don't vote for Tracy Stone Manning. And if you want to look real, get some coveralls. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you got a pocket in the front, and you get, you know, this, these people are crazy. And uh, uh, I don't know why we they ever get elected. I really don't. And uh, no. that's a story for another day. But listeners, you need to call these Democrats. And even your Democrats, and your, we need any Democrat we can get. This woman is a criminal, and she needs to not be in charge of land management. And, uh, yeah. and the only reason why she is not in jail is because when they were all arrested, she turned she and on her against, and she ratted on her friends. Well, which I'm sure many of us would face with faced with years in jail would turn and rat. Um, so it's not only is she an eco-terrorist, but she's also a rat fink. And someone like that should not be in charge of the Bureau of Land Management. She should, she's, she's allowed to make her forgiveness and her repentance with her God. I hope she did, because she, she, her actions led to the, to the, the, the harm of many, many loggers. But that doesn't mean you get a job in the Biden administration. And that certainly doesn't mean the taxpayers should pay for your, your, your salary. Of course, we know that integrity doesn't seem to be on their their list of uh, of job description. <laughs> so no. she definitely lacks integrity. But then, so have many others there in the political arena. But your voices, listeners, your voices will be heard. Make those phone calls. You tell them, do not confirm this woman. Tell him to go back to the list. Do not confirm this. I almost think it's kind of a joke that they even do it. Not a funny joke. But to the Democrats, that they even nominate somebody like this. Mm -hmm. um, you know, why would you even consider such a thing? That, yeah. 
So it's up to the American people, and their voices do matter. I know we kind of think they don't, but they do matter. That's how yeah. Donald Trump got elected in 2016, because you and, and, overcame And as a former staffer, I can tell you that the thing that senators hate most of all is when they start getting calls from constituents with the same message. They just they want to be left alone, right? They want to tweet obnoxious photos of them on fake tractors <laughs> wearing $200 dress shirts. They don't want those people to call and say, listen, I vote for you, or I pay your bills, or I... You represent me, and here is what I want. The, the staffers who run those phone lines, they do log every call, and they will go to the chief of staff and the senator and say, we got another 500 calls today, every one of them saying vote no. They are aware of those things, and, and that does affect them, but it does require you picking up the phone and calling the, the Senate switch line. And I hear the music. Make that phone call, 202 224-3121. That's 202-224-3121. Let's get on this, folks. And uh, thank you, Daniel, for letting us know about it. Thank you for all that you do. And you know what I'm going to say, to bring America home. That's everyone. Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character, where educating both hearts and minds brings about academic excellence. There is a school in American Fork where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. Based on LDS principles and a love of country, now in our 39th year, American Heritage School is accepting fall enrollment for kindergarten through high school. What would you do for your child? Give them an education that will prepare them for life. Located east of the Temple in American Fork, American Heritage School is a remarkable and affordable alternative. Visit us, find us online, or in the yellow pages. American Heritage School in American Fork. Attention Liberty News Radio listeners. Hard-hitting talk radio has never been and never will be supported by the mainstream in America. Hard-hitting talk radio is taking on the mainstream press like never before. News the networks refuse to use is one of the best ways to educate people. We invite all liberty-loving Americans to join with us to restore the principles of our founding fathers and promote God, family, and country in the media and our lives. Please help spread the liberty message with your generous donation. You can go online at libertynewsradio.com right now and make a donation online. Or call 801-756-9133 and make a donation over the phone. That's LibertyNewsRadio.com and 801-756-9133. Make a donation today. 